everybody. Welcome back into Talk Off. It is Friday, March 24th. It took me a second to think of the month. Uh, we're okay. we're on the cusp. We are right on the edge of baseball season. This is just the pre-cum. Y'all ain't seen nothing yet. Bro, my mom listens to this. Come on. <laughs> that was... That was terrible. Are you kidding me? Wait, uh, we're what, 30 seconds in and already? Oh, my God. So we're on the cusp of baseball season. We got the WGC Dell match play going on this weekend out in Austin. March Madness is back with the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 this weekend. Go UConn. Fuck UConn. Uh, Go UConn to see them lose tonight. They're gonna smoke Arkansas. Uh, okay, smoke them. I would love to put my money where my mouth is on that, but being in Connecticut, you can't bet on that. Well, that's why you have a great friend like producer Jake who places bets for you because he lives in Colorado. This is true. This is true. Me and, me and Jake are riding UConn for the third straight game, and I'm riding a high right now. I'm gonna keep. So keep, I got action going until they prove the me wrong tonight. So I'm I'm looking forward to to watching some games. It's uh it's got it's gotten to the point of the evening where I'm I'm saying enough of this uh, north and south nonsense. Time to get east and west and watch some basketball. You're just killing it with the metaphors today. I mean, my my bad, bro. I'm quick on my feet. All right, bro. I was going to make a really bad transition there. But speaking of, um, no, no, can't do it. Can't, I cannot do it. I can't do it. It's so mean. I was going to say, speaking of someone who's Don't do not it. Skip something. their feet, Reese Hoskins. <laughs> oh. Too soon? Unfortunate. Too soon? Unfortunate. Too soon? I'm sorry. No, I, I shouldn't joke about that. I, I think shouldn't you're joke okay. about that because okay. the same exact thing happened to our closer, but I don't, I don't root for injuries for anyone who's listening. I, I'm, I'm not that guy. That really sucked today to um, see uh, Reese Hoskins go down because it's it I for for as much of a, a good player and kind of an annoying personality he is to face in our division. It's uh, you want to beat a team when they're at full strength and at their best, and uh, it appears that the Phillies' first baseman is going to be out. It looks like this is for the season. It, it looked ACL. It, it, it did. It looked bad. It looked. Very bad, and you know he gets carted off, and it was it was honestly an intense, it was intense as fuck. Like there was EMTs yeah, on the field, no, they was, carted him off. Like it was a it was a big, very big injury. Most likely, I, I'm gonna say he's done for the season. We don't know anything. This happened four hours ago, so ha- nobody knows. But the magnitude that it looked like it was, it looks like it's probably gonna be he's done for the season, and. You know, the Phillies, that that puts them in a weird spot because Hoskins is a big part of their lineup, and he's one of those guys, you know, we talked about it with the Padres, those not the, not the all-star guys, but the tier just below, those are the guys that carry you to World Series. You need those guys to perform in order to succeed, and Reese Hoskins, I think, was going to perform a lot this year for for the Phillies. I mean, he's a 40 home run guy. He's going to strike out a shit ton and he's going to play below yeah, average still, first base, he's still but a big bat in the he, middle of that order. Yeah. He, he just, he brings pop to that lineup. I mean, having him and Schwarber 
both in that lineup. Those are either two forty home run guys that you have in a lineup that also features Bryce Harper and Trey Turner and everyone. And Trey and Turner hit another having Hoskins. Game. I don't know if you saw that. He's the hottest, player, the hottest in player in baseball. He's the hottest player. In, yeah, he, there's no question. Obviously, there are there are some guys out there that are fucking hot, but Trey Turner is the hottest player in baseball. Absolutely, right and and I, I really want to. I really am curious if we see guys that pl- just played in WBC come out on opening day and have a little more fire than the guys that you know that just came off of spring training because they just come out come at oh my god came out of a playoff atmosphere. Yeah, I don't yeah, I, I think I'm I hoping think, that these guys come out with some fire. Good, I think it's a good take to say that Trey Turner is definitely riding a high going into the season right now. Uh he definitely feels good about where his game is at going into the season. Um but you know, it's like the the first 2 to 3 weeks I would say kind of are interesting because you have guys who are at the star level with Turner and they're either going to get off to a mediocre slash average start, or you're going to have guys who are going to be tearing it up, or you're going to have guys who are shitting the bed bad. And you're going to be like, wow, is this a going to be a down year for whoever we were referring to? A hundred percent. And and it really all comes down to how you start, how you start out. And it, and it, it proves how important it is to start out on, the right side of of the line you got to start out hot you got to come out hot teams that struggle early are usually teams that struggle for the whole season if you start out hot and you go up a couple games in your division you can ride that high for almost the whole year sometimes in some of these divisions you can ride that high for the whole year it's very important to get out to a hot start and losing guys in spring training is not how you're going to want to do that but it's good for the Phillies that they have Trey Turner coming off this WBC, coming off the great WBC, and still hitting home runs in spring training. It's great that he's going to be ready to go. There's going to be no rust that he needs to knock off because he just played two weeks of playoff baseball. He's ready yeah. to go. He's in, you know, maybe not midseason form, but he's they're ready. I, that's why I'm really excited for those guys who just played in the WBC because they're ready. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing. Like you, like you said, who who looks like they're ready to play at a high level early on in the season, and Trey Turner is easily going to be one of those guys who everyone's going to be looking at in the first week or two, saying what's what's he going to do next at this rate while he's still riding this high. I honestly think I was listening to uh, the post game show following the World Baseball Classic, and we haven't even we're doing some cleanup right now in the World Baseball Classic. The final score, what was it, three one, three two. Three two. Uh, 3-2 Japan. They were talking post-game about how Trey Turner is 1,000% an MVP player. And I don't really know if people – people thought he was a, obviously a star-level player and someone who could be a top 15 player in the league. But before, I would say, last year, I don't really know if people were looking at Trey Turner and saying that guy is an MVP caliber player. But you don't, I haven't really seen this much pop out of him lately as i as i recall but like the dude can hit the shit out of the baseball he can swipe you 40 bags he's a plus defender why why not what why i mean the phillies legitimately have two mvp candidates on the roster right now and that scares the shit out of me as a met fan absolutely and and not having harper at the beginning of the season is 
is whatever. It's going to hurt the Phillies. But being able to have Trey Turner still be there as your all-star player is going to be huge. It's going to be absolutely huge. And there is nothing like having a guy like Trey Turner to lead your team, especially after what he just did and what he's proving that he can do. And I completely agree with you. A couple of years ago, Trey Turner, you would say he's a very good player, probably a top five shortstop, but you would never really say that he's a top five, top 10 player in the league because I don't really think the power was there. I was watching the WBC and you hear John Smoltz talk about Trey Turner and he talks about Trey Turner as a five-tool player. I personally never saw Trey Turner as a five-tool player because I never saw him with that power. He's clearly showing that power, showing that he can lift the ball. He can lift the ball out of the park too. And he's such a smart player. He's a guy this year who could very well go 30, 40, 30, even 50, honestly, because because of the different base changes and the pickoff rules. I still think we're going to see someone hit 50 stolen bases this year. I really think it's going to happen. And this is a guy who honestly could do it. Yeah, no, absolutely. This is a guy who the Phillies need to use to every advantage early and often in the season because, like you mentioned, they need to bridge the gap to Harper. And it's not going to be easy shoes to fill. And now that we're assuming Hoskins is out for the year, uh, the path to the playoffs just got a little harder for the Phillies. So you're going to need guys like Turner and like Harper to step up once they're both fully active and ready to go. Obviously, Turner's healthy, but you get what I'm saying. I do. I get what you're saying. But let's talk a little World Baseball Classic. So that final... Yeah, let, let's that, wrap that, it up. That final sucked. Uh, I expected Japan to win that game. I was telling people all day. I was like, I, I, I said, give me the line for Japan. They're the underdogs in this game. And I honestly think they're overall the better team. And I don't think offensively they wise they are. But Zach, pitching matters way too much in baseball to overpass them. And Chris, it's kind of what we we've been. It's they lost for the reason that we've been preaching yep. they were going to lose. It was pitching, and Japan was never going to out hit U.S. They could match U.S. hitting. 100%. They could match it, but they were never going to out-hit no, but you the know U.S. What? They were going yep. to out-pitch, and they were going to out-manage the U.S., and that's what they did. The Japanese manager, the guy's a freaking genius. He said, I'm not letting anyone see one pitcher more than once. They're all going to see one pitcher once, and it was phenomenal. And when you end the game with you Darvish and Shohei Otani, it's very hard to win unless you have a lead. They didn't have a lead. They were down that whole game pretty much, and it just – they were never – like I, I don't even know how to say it because they were getting hits. It wasn't the problem. They got hits. They were not hitting in clutch. They were not hitting with runners on, with runners in scoring position. I mean the two runs, a, a solo shot from Trey Turner and a solo shot from Kyle Schwarber. Yeah. They're honestly and, – and, and, and I'll say this forever, honestly – there will never be a day where good pitching is ever going to lose to good hitting. Good pitching is always going to beat that, no matter what. And we saw the perfect example of that in the final out of the World Baseball Classic. Shohei Otani made Mike Trout look like a damn fool at the plate. 
Yeah, and I'm not going to sit here and say that like it, it's insane that Shohei Otani struck out Mike Trout because it's not like Mike Trout was hitting 750 in this WBC. He was not playing his best, but good pitching is going to beat good hitting. It's very that, that there's a reason why people get rewarded for going 3 for 10 in the MLB because pitching is going to beat hitting at, at probably eight and a half times out of 10. Like it's, it's insane how much pitching beats yeah. hitting. So, uh, I mean that last at bat, it, it's getting very hyped up and, and I understand it's crazy because they both never make the playoffs and they're the best two players probably we've seen in the last hundred years and, and all that together and, on the same team and like did something like made the playoffs. Yeah. It's, it's insane. It, you know, I, there's no way if those two got in the same team, they'd ever miss the playoffs, right? They would Never. make the playoffs every year. It's it's impossible. For how them to could miss you miss the playoffs? How could with they? Those two players? You have the two best players possibly yeah. ever. How could you? How, how could you, how you miss how, miss how, the how playoffs? I don't know. Maybe because you gave Anthony Rendon three hundred million dollars. He hasn't played. He more does than like have 20 a cool games. goatee, though. He does have a cool goatee. Jake just hit, I think Jake. I think, I think someone just hit a three because Jake just hit the double guns and blew blew the smoke off of him. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was more for uh, them being so good at baseball. Fair enough. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Who do you guys have in this game right now? Kansas State or Michigan? I have I have K State. I have Kansas Michigan. State. So do I, I. Yeah. I have Michigan State halftime. Kansas. Uh, um, Jake's big on the half. Uh, I was hearing today that apparently this this is not from a reliable source. But this unreliable source, who we all know, told told me that something along the lines of most betters in U.S. history are riding Kansas State. I don't know how true that is. In U.S. Like history? In, like the – what the fuck word am I looking for here? Are you trying to say the majority of U.S. bets are on Kansas State? Is in that what you're game, trying to say? Yeah, like the the difference between people betting on Michigan State and Kansas State, the discrepancy is the widest it's ever been. I think. But That's... I don't know. This is not from a reliable source. Who the hell told we'll you discuss that? Discuss it off air. Well, was it someone that we all know who's yes, really stupid yes, and used yes. to live with Jake? Yeah, that's what I figured. He's a f- idiot. He's so don't listen to him. That's not true. I I'm, I'm just saying it's what I heard. I, I didn't. I, I, did, I never. I never. I said literally it was got true. a notification. I got a notification on my phone today from DraftKings because they send me them all the time, and it said fifty nine percent of Connecticut voters are on Michigan State. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of people are riding K State tonight. That's the moral of the story. Voters? Did I say yeah, voters? Like it was a damn presidential. I meant I meant I meant betters. I meant betters. Sorry. Zach hitting the polls don't early and often guess. today. Did you get your sticker this morning when you placed your bet? You're hilarious. Fucking ho, dude. Jake's laughing. No, he's not. Jake, stop laughing. I laugh at a lot of things. That's true. Ready does, you're an idiot. <laughs> See, Jake's laughing. Jake's laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atta boy, Jake. Okay, so let's 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 uh let's let's clean up the WBC and let's wrap it up and move on. What, Zach, ninety-seven percent of Japanese televisions are watching the game. 
97%. And I don't know if that's a reliable source either, but no, I saw it, that one. It. We're going with it. I'm pretty sure that's that a, that one's actually lie, fucking though. true, and that's, that's incredible. A TVs. That's a lot of like, TVs. I don't. But I don't necessarily. I honestly know buy if that. I believe that because like, there's more. There, there has to be like, there's, there's just no way that like 97 percent of TVs, like people who own those TVs. So you mean to tell me that 97 percent of t- TV owners in Japan watch baseball? That's just a lot of people. It is a lot of people, but I, I just I don't know. I I like to believe it's. True. I saw that I, man. I want to believe it's. True. I like to believe that's true. I believe the. I'm a believer. I don't know. I but let's internet. just go with the fact that a lot of countries are higher than fifty, some higher than sixty, some higher than seventy. So there's there's a lot of engagement around the world for the World Baseball Classic. Saw an interview with uh, Connor McJesus last night, and he was saying that uh, he was jealous that baseball had uh, this kind of tournament and that he wants something like this for hockey. So it's we're, we're transcending sports here through the World Baseball Classic, and it's really cool to see. It is really cool to see, and there was a lot of hate, I think, on the World Baseball Classic before it started and kind of during group staging and a little bit no, there, there was a lot of people a little skeptical of it, and I think after it all ended and everything everything happened, I think the view on the World Baseball Classic is really positive. I think a lot of people thought yeah, it was really good. Positive. A lot of people thought it was really good for baseball. I'm one of those people who thought it was really good for baseball. They, I think they'll change it. I think that's something. I think they're going to change the the dates of the tournament. I think it's going to be played in in the fall or slash winter now. Well, I I, I really I hope so. They played indoors either way, yeah, it so just, it really it doesn't just matter. Sense. The only outdoor game they ha- the only outdoor games there were were in Taiwan because Japan Tokyo has a has a dome, Miami has a dome, Arizona, but all they all it have just domes. makes sense to play in the, so, in the winter. It, it does. It makes way more sense you, if when you play it this time of year, you just risk guys whole seasons, and that that's also no it gets good. a little and, congested with spring training. I, I I don't really like the fact that. Um, like you, they have, they have to, leave. to leave. I don't. I mean, it's 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 whatever. It is what it is. I get it. But I'm sure if the guys had a preference, they would prefer like not to move into their places for in Florida or Arizona for two weeks, pack their shit up, leave, and then come back, and then have to stay there for what three four days now, and then pack your shit back up and go to wherever you're playing. It's a yeah, lot of moving pieces. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it is, and I, I think. Jake, shut up. I think um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot different if it happens after the season. I think we might we there's a possibility we might see more players play, but I think the problem that they're gonna come to with it after the season is the same thing with pitchers. They're gonna be afraid of injury because they're gonna be worn down from the yep. season. That I'm I'm not positive that they're going to want to play still, and that is what we're missing. Is we're missing the high rollers in the pitching staff for the not just the U.S. for everyone, honestly. Like we see some of them for the DR, some for Japan. There's a couple, but the high velocity, the high intensity, the beasts that we have in the MOB and around the world in the pitching staff. Getting those guys in the World Baseball Classic is key for this tournament to completely 100%. explode. 
And moving it could help that. I don't know, but I think moving it could help that because I also think that teams will be more likely to let their players yeah. play if it's after the season, if they know that they're not going to lose them for the first month not of the season. Not to mention that if you want a true World Baseball Classic, you have to have, ever, if not all, damn close to a majority consensus that not only are the best offensive players and defensive players going into this, but you need the best pitchers there too. So if Otani can do it, then... I'm looking at you, DeGrom. I'm looking at you, Scherzer, Verlander, Cole. Where are you? If Otani's out there throwing... Where's Cole? Where's Garrett Cole? Where is Garrett Cole? Like, that one actually... Like, there's a lot of them that I can understand. DeGrom, always hurt. Scherzer, old. Verlander, old. Garrett Cole, not that old. Not that injury prone. Throws gas. Gets a lot of strikeouts. Why the fuck is he not playing? Why are you not playing? Are the Yankees not letting him play, or is he just an asshole? Where's Judge? Where's Judge? Where's Judge? Mr. fucking greatest player ever, 62 home runs, where are you? Not playing. That's for sure. It definitely is, uh, like I said, if you want a true World Baseball Classic, you need to have damn near full commitment from, from your best players in your game and we saw the two best players in the game play in this classic, but there was there were some misses, missing pieces that you looked around the U.S. roster and some other rosters, and you said, "Oh well, you know, someone could have filled this spot, or you know, if only this person was pitching tonight for the U.S., we probably would have won." But it, you know, we we move on and we'll we'll look forward to twenty twenty six, and twenty twenty six we're going. Hopefully, not only is the dates moved. But that movement of the dates will hopefully force more people to commit to this tournament. We can only hope and we can only wait till 2026. Last last piece on the WBC. Wayno goes down with uh, some sort of hamstring, hip. I don't know, dude. It's groin. groin, I think. Uh, groin. That doesn't matter. 42 years old. Just lace them up at this at this rate, bro. Like, come on. And you know that injury was is wrong you know that injury you. was sustained at the World Baseball Classic. A hundred percent that. A hundred percent. This injury was definitely from the World Baseball Classic. It definitely carried in, and now he's going to be out a couple weeks. The guy is 40-something years old. I give him props for coming back. I give the Cardinals props for keep letting him come yeah. back. But he still goes out. But here's the thing. You know what you're going to get with Adam Wainwright. He's not never a question mark. You're going to get 100 and something innings of probably a 4-2 ERA, but he's going to give you a lot of quality starts, and he's going to be a leader for you in the clubhouse. And for a Cardinals team with so much talent already, not in their pitching staff, but just on a team, having a guy like Adam Wainwright's really important. And I love that Adam Wainwright still plays. It sucks that he got hurt. It's definitely from the World Baseball Classic. There's no question. Even if they say it's not, it definitely is. It's unfortunate, but the Cardinals have enough trouble in their rotation with him there. So this is just another setback for the Cardinals. And I know Flaherty's been pitching very well in spring training. They need him to come back. Because if Steven Matz is their last pitcher instead of Flaherty, they're in a lot of trouble. Flaherty, we saw what he could do a couple years ago when he first came up. He was very good for the Cardinals. He can be that again. 
The stuff's been very good this spring, and if he keeps it up, then the Cardinals can be all right. But they don't have a dominant ace, and Wayno going down is just another another piece that they don't have. Yeah, it's going. It's you know, like like a lot of teams, like with Phillies with Harper, Wainwright is a is not as pivotable pivot pivotal as a piece. Jesus Christ, to the Cardinals as. Go. Harper is to the Phillies, but there's still definitely going to be a need to bridge the gap between opening day and when they're eventually Wayno in this case is going to be able to come back. So Cardinals are going to have to get creative, maybe dig down into their farm system or, Hey, maybe we'll see a early season move. Like you said, the the pitching depth seems to be thin in St. Louis right now. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what they, the front office does. The, they definitely have a, a good guy behind the plate to, command a pitching staff so it'll be interesting to see how uh Contreras takes these early season struggles with probably there's probably going to be some that that rotation will probably look very different than what we expected to at the beginning of spring yeah I just think that rotation just has a lot of question marks it, it really does because it's it's the, the their rotation really is what are you going to get out of a 40 year old yep. Wayno? what are you going to get out of Michaelis I mean we've seen the good we've seen the bad you got Mats in the back end. You got Flaherty in the back end. They both showed nothing for the past two years. Can can Mats, you know, maybe revamp his career a little bit? Is Flaherty going to finally find it? He looks like he might. I think but this is. I think you this don't is know. the year where St. Louis goes out in the market and gets a big arm. I hope so. I really hope so. You know, they signed Jose Quintana last year. That was a great trade for them, but he's gone now. I, I thought I really loved that trade when they got him. I would like to see them make another move. Way before the deadline, too. Don't you don't need to wait till the deadline. If if people don't want to no, give up till the deadline, then that's fine. But Major League Baseball teams trading is that they seem they always wait till like the eleventh hour to to do some shit. Like you you're losing out on so many. Like how many times Zach have have teams waited to to make these deadline deals and then miss out on the playoffs by two or three games? And you're like, well, you know, if you made this trade, maybe right before the all-star break we could be talking about a different season yeah and i and i and i really i think it's the teams that are giving up the good player that are probably holding back sure, and waiting to sure. see if they eventually get better but i agree with you i think i think we we see too many trades you know the day before the deadline or at the deadline and just a week before that could be the difference between you making the playoffs and not making the playoffs. So I think it's really important, especially for the Cardinals to go out there, get an arm because they have just too many question marks. You know, they have Jordan Hicks too, a guy who's been in their bullpen throws absolute gas, who I think is going to try to make the step into the starting rotation this year. If there's injuries and with Wainwright, I think this is the time where he will come into the starting rotation come opening day. That's a guy who could step up. A young guy throws heat, yeah. and he's been great in the bullpen. The starting, they tried him in the starting rotation. The command got away from him, and that's what happens with a lot of guys with these high velocities. They just can't command the baseball, and that's why they go to the bullpen. If he can command his pitches and throw that heat, he's going to be very good for them in the rotation. But without Wayno, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna be a little thin, and they they really realistically have four three pit number three pitchers on their team which is for a team that's gonna most likely make the playoffs 
that's you can't have that because you're not going to no, go it's very not far. Not a playoff rotation. Not in the slightest. All right, what do we uh, we want to talk some golf? We want to talk some March Madness uh, for the weekend? What do, what do you want to move on to? I know I know baseball is starting. Baseball news is starting to slow up a little bit just because the season starts in a few days. So not a lot to do. A little maybe for Monday or Tuesday show we will. I always forget what to call it because I know we record on Monday. I'm going to call it Tuesday show. Yeah, because we're yeah. Um, for Tuesday show. There will definitely be some 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 more noise as to who who's making opening day rosters, who's getting optioned down to AAA. Mets made a little news with optioning Francisco Alvarez down to AAA. He was struggling at the plate. It'll be it'll be interesting to see if he can go down and get some work, and we'll probably see him up mid May. I'd have to guess just to see how much time Mets fans you know Mets fans I'm sure won't be able to take Omar Norvaez for too too long. So I'm sure they'll be bitching at Billy to bring him bring up Alvarez. So that'll be interesting. But like I said, Zach, probably in the next few days, we'll start hearing some, some guys who makes rosters, who doesn't. Yeah. We'll, we'll really start seeing, you know, how rosters come together, who's going to be opening day starters, you know, stuff like that. And Tuesday we'll get all into that. We'll really do our more of our full preview of the season, you know, and, and really go through everything. I mean, let's, let's, Let's talk a little March Madness, dude. I mean, we're down to the Sweet 16. We got the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 this weekend. We know you're high on Miami. Me and Jake love UConn. I mean, it's going to be a great, great slate of games this weekend, and I'm very excited. I know a game I'm really excited for is Xavier, Texas tomorrow yeah, night. I think it's going to be a be really good game. game of, that's, the, of the day, I think. Yeah, th- that's a really tough matchup. And then tonight, UCLA, Gonzaga, those are two great teams. Drew Timmy going up against, you know, jo- um, not Johnny Juzang. He's not there anymore. Um, Tiger Campbell and Jaime Jaquez. These are a lot of returning guys who have experience in the NCAA tournament. That game's going to be phenomenal tonight. I- I- I'm just ready for the action, baby. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready, ready for it. Who's... And I'm sticking with UConn to win it all. I'm sticking with I, UConn. Uh... My 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 mortal lock of the day is Tennessee four and a half. It's my mortal lock of the day for you. But this is I thought we were I thought we hated Tennessee. No, we you know, but no, I actually I, I won money on Tennessee this weekend, so I'm gonna stick with them. On Tuesday we hated Tennessee and now we love them. Yeah, but I won money on Tennessee this weekend, I thought. Or maybe I didn't, I don't know. I had a few drinks, so it was got a little mixy with the with the whiskey, but um Dude, you're so you're so cool. I I mean, bro, I'm just I'm just, I'm just being honest. I, I I don't remember who I bet on this weekend. It was I I, I know I know it Hell made yeah. you mad. Oh, Get this guy's yeah, yeah, keys. No, uh, Tennessee, because you had Duke. Yeah, that, I remember that. All right, all right, and there he goes, making me feel bad. <sighs> my my game of the my, like you said, the game of the the day tomorrow or today, if you're listening to this tonight. Two fucking night, baby. Xavier, Texas, nine forty-five. CBS. Tune in because I promise you, you will not regret that. And you know what? I'm gonna throw a pick out for this game right now. Oh my god, no! I'm Jake. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do it. He's ready. Texas minus four. 
I like that pick. I think Texas is going to the Final Four. I, I have Texas winning it all in one of my brackets. I only made three brackets, and two of them I had Bama winning, and one of them I had Texas winning. It was one of those things where I didn't want Bama to win, but when I got down to the Final Four, I was like, ooh, Texas could Texas could win here. I actually think this is the first year that I've only done one bracket. I did three just because I was bored with my, with my, I with like my other ones. I'm just like... Like I like only paying attention to one thing, and I'm just I'm ready. I'm ready for UConn to win it all, me to take home this bracket championship, and it just be over because I'm a genius. I love UConn, and yeah. Uh yeah. No, I'm 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 really looking forward to uh, seeing how this all shakes up at the end of the day. It's uh it's the best time of year. I told you it's the best time of year. Masters is in two weeks. This is the best. Oh, yeah. This is my favorite golf tournament of the year, outside of a major, I should say. How did it go today? I actually didn't didn't watch anything uh, today. Pretty much how you would expect everything to shake out. My, I, I became a little, uh, I became a um, a plus slut. I like to call plus oh, eight hundred yeah? on Kiz. Kiz Kiz lost one up to uh, or two up to two down. Excuse me to Homa today. Uh, yep. yesterday was a tough day for kids. Lost one, t- lost by one hole to, um, Matsuyama. I want to say he played, but it's like, he's not, yeah, he needed to win that one. He's not playing bad. It's just, he's playing people who are really fucking good right now. So it's, it's, it sucks, but, uh, bearing any shakeup in the group or in his pool tomorrow, he'll probably get bounced. He just has to pretty much win by a long shot tomorrow. How about Ricky pulling up the upset against yeah, that Rom? Was big. That was big. That was that was fun to watch. But honestly, Scotty Scheffler just doing his thing. He's got two points in his group, leading group one. And uh, th- there's there's really no one hotter on the course right now than Scotty Scheffler. I'm tired of having this conversation because it's it's every time we talk about golf, it's just he's he's incredible. Yeah, he's he's pretty. Unreal. He's too good. He is. Too fucking good, and he's just dominating the golf game. And uh, unfortunately, I want to pick him to win back-to-back Masters. That's how well he's playing. But I feel like it has to be Rom's year. Yeah, it. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I dude, it's, it's so, so tough. tough. Like I have no I, clue. Willie's easier. I. Uh, What's that? Willie's if in. Will if Will Zalatoris no 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 the, no the no. thing about Will is he's going through a swing change now, and it's it's working out for him. But the, I I don't know if you guys have seen the videos of him putting, but like it makes you want to throw up watching that. That's why that's why I can never he, bet on him because every time like he just freaks me out with the putter. He brings dude. the putter. He can't he hit clutch the putter back, and it's it's really gross looking, like like shit you would see at your local municipal on a weekend. Like it's that bad. He plays Augusta well. He he does. That's he does. He's a good. Like, he's he a, does. He, you can make the argument that Zal Torres, T T Green is a top fifteen player in the world. Like like. I think he's a probably a, he's definitely a top five iron player. He's a phenomenal iron player. We have, player. The, we it's have just the same. He, co- pe- it's the putts. In the golf world have the same conversation with Morikawa about how he was. He's the best iron player since Tiger. But the dude just does not putt on the same level that Rom, Scheffler, like the 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 top tier of the elite. Like Morikawa is obviously in that conversation. 
but I don't think a lot of people really understand how good Morikawa could be if he was an above-average putter. It, it, it's the problem for for a lot of the guys. Honestly, they always say that the the easiest part of golf is getting it to the green. It's the fucking putting that's yeah. the hardest, and that's why I don't want to bet on Will Zalatoris, and I never do because he just scares me. Honestly, i i heard I heard a little chatter around this weekend. Rory flew out to Augusta. You got the script, and there's some inside scoop that I heard on Twitter. Not really inside because it's out there for the public to see, but R- Rory played. Scoop. A round at Augusta with 19 putts. Did you say yep. 19? So maybe I'm betting on Rory. He played his practice. But I love bet. I'm fine with that though because I love betting on Rory because I love cheering. Even if I don't bet on Rory, I want no, Rory. Rory, to win. Rory is, has slowly become a figure in golf. Rory at one point that I think a lot of people don't understand was at one point how we're talking about Scotty Scheffler, how he was always winning and always at the top of these events. And now Rory's at the at the point in his career where he hasn't won a major and we're creeping up on a decade of Rory not winning a major. And it's it begs the point to say, is Rory one of the greats in the game if he can't comp- complete a grand slam it is that that's the talk i mean we haven't seen rory win in in so long like we haven't seen win a major in so long so the the question really is is like does he still have it does he still have the capability to win a major i think he absolutely does because no doubt he does you see the guy play you see the guy play, you see how he carries himself on the golf course and you see what he's done for the PGA tour. How can the guy not win? Like, and how can you not root for him? Like all you, all I want to do is root for Rory and I just want Rory to win because it's good for golf. If Rory wins, it's good for everyone. If Rory wins, everyone loves Rory and I am one of the people because he's, he also has a great accent. I, I honestly think that, um, let me. I'm. I'm trying to do a fact check here of what the exact number was, but it, it, it doesn't matter. The the 2019 and this is and this is and the reason why I bring this up is because I think Rory is a little in his own head, and I think the media doesn't help with this. Rory in 2019, when the when the Open Championship was at Royal Port Rush, which was not far from where he grew up, pretty much in his own backyard. He gets up to the first tee, and everyone the entire week is talking about how Rory McIlroy is going to come back home and and win 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 the Open Championship. And round one on Thursday, the guy opens up first tee shot, puts his tee shot OB, and I think he threw up maybe an eight on that hole. I think he, I think he threw up a quad or or worse on that first hole of the tournament. So he is just needs to. Like like any like everyone says, when you're playing good, like you don't have a damn thought running through your mind. And I could tell you, when he steps up to the tee box on every major right now, the only thing that's in his mind is I need to win another major. The pressure's on. The pressure's the really on, Rory, and he can definitely closing. Yeah, 
he knows it is. And I mean, the good thing about golf is you can really play for as long as your body really lets you. I mean, for Christ's sake, I because, think Tiger Woods I mean, has the opportunity to still win another major if he's. But I've, I've we said this at the beginning of the of of the kind of where the TGA Tour season ramped up when they're still out in the Cali Tour. I said like Tiger Woods is hitting his irons probably about as good as I've seen him hit irons in the past five years. It's the walking part that's the issue. Exactly. And the same thing is going to go for Rory. If he can keep his body healthy, when he ages, his game is not going to age. He might have trouble walking the course like like Tiger does, but obviously Rory doesn't have all the problems that Tiger has. But his game is not going to age. He's still going to be phenomenal. He might not hit the ball 350 yards off the tee, but he's still going to have... He's still going to be great off the tee. He's still going to have great iron play. And he's still going to be one of the clutchest players to ever play. And, you know, the thing about Rory is that just I feel like he just wants it so bad. And he wants to prove that he's still got it and he can win that major. Uh, I mean, like, I don't want to pull bring this back to the stupid documentary. But if you watch Full Swing, you can really see how much this fucking means to him. He wants to win another major so badly. And winning the FedEx Cup... What was that last year, two years ago? That was really important, I think, for his confidence. And I I think that he can still win a major. He still has the talent to do it. He still has the drive to do it. And I don't see why he can't win the Masters. Bre- breaking weeks. news. We, breaking we, news. We need a – Jake, do we have a breaking news sound effect? Drum roll. Drum roll. Oh, we do need this drum roll. Tom Brady has acquired partial ownership of, of the Las Vegas Aces. Whoa. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Shout out Tom Brady, now an owner. Tom Brady investing me, in WNBA. Tom Brady, handshake owners. Congrats, Tom. Getting himself into also, the WNBA space. Being, Kelsey Plum. apparently wants to be a comedian. Did you hear that? I did hear that, but I don't think that's ever going to happen or like come well, close to happening. Well, he was the master, happening. so he has many talents. So he's got issues. All right, should we get into some uh, picks, Florida Man Friday, and then get 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 onto our couches to watch Jesus Christ Surf and Turf is coming up? Um, to we're watching Jesus no, Christ. No, whoa, I mean, I don't know. I I told you I was going toe to toe Surf and Turf before this, and now it's giving me the hiccups. Are you okay? I don't know. Florida Man Friday. All right, let me do my. I'll do my Florida Man. Give you, give you a second. Well, can I right? go first because I kind of have to pee. <sighs> my God, what else is new? Fine, all go right. ahead. Florida men, one dressed in a onesie, attempted to burn a house down with ragu sauce. Two Florida men were caught with their hands in the pasta jar after they used ragu sauce to try to burn down a home they robbed last week. Two men stole a flat screen television and an AC unit. And in the meantime, they got paranoid and tried to burn the house down with ragu sauce. Tried to overcook the ragu sauce on the stove and burn it down. Well, I I, I don't understand how that would work, but... I mean, whatever whatever works for you. If you, I would never try to burn something down with sauce. I would try fire, maybe. That might work better than sauce. Probably, yeah. All right. 
I'll I'll go. My Florida man. Florida man was arrested for telling a playground full of kids where babies come from. So this guy has the scariest tattoo on his face I've ever seen. He looks like he's from a Mayan tribe, but he just looks like a hillbilly. And he decided that he wanted to go to a playground full of children. He jumped on top of the playground equipment all the way to the top and screamed, babies come out of women. I see no And then he yelled... He, and then he yelled, they come out of their word that I'm not going to say because my mom watches this podcast. I think what I said at the beginning of the podcast trumps whatever the hell you're going to say right now. Well, I'm not going to say it because I respect my mother. So, sorry, sorry. So sorry this guy to... decided that he, he, this guy decided that he wanted to, you know, teach kids that babies come from women and they come out of women. And so he was actually arrested. Didn't know you could get arrested for that. Apparently disorderly conduct. And yeah, poor guy and not poor guy because what is wrong with you? Picks? Let's get into some picks. Powered by Riverside. All right, picks for Friday, March 24th. Zach, I'll go first. I already kind of alluded to what I was taking, but I think we might go back-to-back picks on this because I know you have your eye on this. I'm going Texas minus four, baby. Horns fucking up. I really like that pick. I do like it. I'm not going to take it because uh, we did the triple down last week. We did. And Grand Grand Canyon, if anybody wanted to know, they lost 11 to 1. So the triple down does not work. I don't think the double down would even work. So I'm going to switch it up. My pick is going to be Creighton minus 9.5. I think Princeton's run is done. It's the Sweet 16. I think Creighton will handle this game very well. I don't think Princeton's going to be able to guard Callbrenner. So I really like Creighton minus 9.5. And then oh, Jake shit, has shit. a little technical yeah, no, technical no. difficulties. Yeah, Jake, so Jake, uh, don't don't talk if you're a pipsqueak. Oh, damn it, here. damn it, damn it! <laughs> I think I can give my pick. Um, yeah, you're good. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. Uh, we're, we're we're upsetting the number one Houston Cougars wow. this week outright, but we're gonna take the points. Uh, Miami plus seven. Uh, it just it's gonna be. A they looked game. very beatable. No, Miami, uh, Houston looked very beatable. Yeah, he, Houston looks beatable. They do. They're 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 the worst one seed, I think. I mean, obviously. Jake and I took that uh, that the <laughs> Northern Kentucky bet the with Houston. They played Northern Kentucky in the first round, right? In the sixth round of sixty four. When yeah, Jake and right. I bet uh, over thirty three and a half with Houston. It that was so, so frustrating. Like you're playing Northern Jake, Kentucky. I got. To, I've, I'm. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. Jake had me running, ready to run through a brick wall when Jake texted me and said, uh, "I might take out a mortgage for this for this bet." 
I was, I was, I, I never, I sprinted to my FanDuel app. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me. I mean, Houston, Houston. If Marcus Saster, he's coming off injury. If he's not a hundred percent still, and I mean, he's not great, then they're very beatable. And Daz, you already talked about Miami's a team that you love because they've returned yeah, they've their returned whole team pretty much from last year's Elite Eight team. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Miami can do. I'm looking forward to see what Texas can do. And I'm looking forward to to watching Arkansas beat UConn tonight. That's just not going to happen. So we'll, we'll see. All right, roulette. Let's, uh, let's spin the, the the wheel of roulette. I'm down, but if we don't win, I'm blaming you. No, nah, I'm all set. What was the random number? Oh, where are we going to pick a random – what was Tim Lincecum's uh, number? Fuck, That fuck, was the player fuck, I picked. Fuck, 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 uh, I think it's 34. Uh, 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 30 – 55, 55, 55, uh, 55. Oh, it's not a number. Oh, we can't do 55. Fuck, we're on 34. All right, whatever, that's whatever. That's Harper's number. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. I like 34. I like 34. Yeah, so it's Yoshida's number too because he loves Harper. Come on, 34. Come on, Yoshida. Four. Four. Fuck. Damn. You know, I love Yoshida so much, I can't believe he would do that to me. Why didn't he just wear four? Then I would have picked four. Maybe on Tuesday we'll get it. All right. Somebody think of a player. Now, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Name a player, name a player, name a player, name a player, name a player. Johan Santana no, I, will be the number for Tuesday. He, I think his number's too high. If it's too high, then we'll just add the two numbers. Make it easier. Uh, yeah, he wore yeah, right? 57. Because like, 55, no, 57, I was going to... So, um, so 12. Yeah, so we'll do 12. Perfect. All right, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. Stay safe. Have some fun. And we'll see you on Tuesday. One week till opening day.